everyone, and welcome to the As I Amber podcast. I'm Amber, and I love to talk about music, travel, society, and pop culture. On today's special episode, I have a guest with me, my friend. I went to church with her, college with her. We know each other for a long time. Her name is Yasmin, and she's here to join us today. Hey, Yasmin. Hey, Amber. Hey, y'all. Yeah, so it's so much we could get into, but on today's episode, for listener discretion, we know not all men are like this, and we know not all women are like this, but these are our observations as two straight Black women millennials and our observations in the 2021 dating scene. So we know it doesn't apply. Let it fly. (laughs) Keep it moving. (laughs) So with the pandemic with social media, with so much going on in our culture, in our world, a lot of people are just fed up with the dating scene. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was just me until I looked on social media at my friends list. And I saw people from various age brackets, whether it was in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, and just their conversations or comments on dating. And I wanted to know, Yasmin, what are your thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is a great question because yeah it's it's been hard out here I think especially with the pandemic we're not able to socially interact as we were uh, were used to be able to do it and like online dating has been a bigger um, has been more popular and I don't know the chance the, the, the it's just it's been a struggle it's been a struggle. Like, <laughs> I think it was a struggle before the pandemic, and the pandemic has just increased it. Yes. Because this is just my opinion. If you fall between the ages of 25 and 35, you're considered like that millennial age bracket. Mm-hmm. So most of our peers or most people that I know, if they didn't meet their husband or their partner or whoever in college or high school or church, then mm-hmm. they didn't really meet anybody. So for us, we have a unique perspective because Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's based off your college, your school, your environment, or how you were raised, but we were both raised in a home with our mother and our father. Mm -hmm. And to some people that may not matter, but to me, it kind of does because my foundation of the dating scene is what I saw my parents go through. My parents are married for over 30 years now. And so that's been my example And so when I look at the dating scene and I look like, what is going on? This generation of men is just different. (laughs) Ooh, child. (laughs) And I didn't know, could you relate to that? Do you think upbringing has a lot to do with it or environment? Oh, for sure. For sure. Because we have expectations. It's like, well, we expect to um, be married at this certain age. Like I'm, I was just thinking about this, like my mother had me at 27 I'm currently 27 now and she was married like she was already married she had my brother and so I'm looking at myself like what's going is it me or maybe (laughs) it is the environment that like these men like it's just it's hard to find a suitable person to to be with and who has the same intentions as you do and and my intention is marriage so Mm -hmm. it is definitely something that I've I, I don't know. This it's, it's just crazy out here. And at this point, I'm in my 30s, and I'm like, if I get married, it happens. If I don't, it doesn't. I'm not mm-hmm. forcing it because everybody's path is different. Everyone won't get married. 
generation, people see hashtag relationship goals. Shout out girl. to Pastor Michael Todd. Don't get me started on but, that. <laughs> <laughs> but girl, we could go on and on. But you know, I think people see a hashtag or they see pictures or matching pajamas and think that, mm-hmm. oh, they have the perfect relationship when you don't know what people are going through. You just exactly. see what they uploaded to social media, mm-hmm. what they wanted you to see. And I'm not hating on the happily, you know, married people or people who are in good relationships. But I just think that it's kind of shallow when people are like hashtag goals. And I'm like, you don't even know them. Right. Right. Or the, the rise of YouTube couples. Like they are really, for those who may or may not know, there are people that get on YouTube and they pretend to be boyfriend and girlfriend and give relationship advice or this is our life. And you're like, are you kidding me? And they really are getting endorsements and checks. It's not a bad mm-hmm. hustle if you think about it, but <laughs> I just True. want people that are in our age bracket and younger or older to realize that everything is not what it appears to be sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. And I hate that because social media has like sensationalized that. And a lot of these relationships, they don't even last long. Like these couples, they'll, they'll date for a week and we're just like, oh my gosh, I want to be just like them. And I'm like, we, we don't have the same, we're not making the same amount of money as them. We're not, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not making a million dollars. I can just buy, or I have a guy who can buy me a Fendi bag. You know, it's just, I don't know. Uh I don't know. Society looks at at it like that. Right. And a lot of guys, I've read different comments online. They feel like, oh, city girls done told y'all to yep. F this about a guy, blank, blank, <laughs> <itty> blank, <laughs> yep. everything in between. So all y'all care about is a bag and some money. Nothing's wrong with liking nice things or having finances, especially if you can afford to keep up your own self being single. If you are accustomed right. to a certain lifestyle while providing for yourself, why am I going to get with someone who can't match that? So that's, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole nother, like, you know, I don't expect a guy at 22 years old to be able to afford certain things because you are figuring yourself out. If you're mm-hmm. in school, if you're right out of high school. I don't expect certain things, but at 30 years old, <laughs> sir, um, you know, we like to say that age doesn't matter, but sometimes it does because it does. I don't, I know everyone has different life path and different things going on, but at 30, I do expect for you to have some source of legal income. You know, everybody's not going to go to college. I know that I'm not expecting you to have 800 degrees because you can have a degree and have a nasty attitude or be crazy or be abusive or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So just because you have a degree doesn't mean that you're a relationship material. That sounds great on a job interview and it may provide you more money, financial opportunities, but there's like zero emotional intelligence sometimes. And Mm -hmm. I don't think our society pushes, you know, we push education or we push jobs or we push money, but do people actually reflect and look at themselves and and look at themselves before you post on social media, man, today, females do this, males do that, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, look at yourself. Is it you, do you have a track record of picking terrible people Mm -hmm. or is that Mm -hmm. what your options are? And, and I, it's crazy because people think that when they do that, it attracts people like, oh, my gosh, I just really want to be with them because they're posting, you know, and about about um, how women are or how men are. That does not draw people to you. It draws people away from you. It's like, OK, if you're open enough to put 
to air that out, then I don't want to be with someone like that. I don't want to be with someone mm-hmm. who's constantly bashing women or who's constantly saying that, well, I can't find anybody. I'm so single. That is not attractive. That is desperate. And, and right. I, don't, I don't know. It's, and you have, different. and I believe like you have whatever you say, the power, people want to call mm-hmm. it manifestation, the life and death is in the power of the tongue. So don't always right. say there ain't nobody or this is that, yep. or, I'm this and I'm that. You're confessing that into your life. Yep. So I do think that we should, you know, be cautious of what we say because, or what we put in our spirits, because mm-hmm. that is what you start manifesting in real life. Mm-hmm. And I was reading this book by an author. I forget her name, but it's called Who's Gonna Drop Me Off at, or Who's Picking Me Up from the Airport. Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting book to me. It was written by um, a Christian female author. And she was pretty much saying how everyone around her was married with kids and she couldn't relate to them anymore. And it was just taking a toll on her because everybody's like, just trust Jesus and trust God. And Mm -hmm. it's airing her frustrations out about there's nothing wrong if you believe in a higher power. But God has also created us to interact with people. We are not Mm -hmm. robots. We, you know, we're to interact with people. And I think, like you said, during this pandemic, um, we've been isolated, especially yeah. single people, or if you live alone, or if you're mm-hmm. away from your friends and family, it's not like you have someone there going through things with you. So there's pros and cons to that. And I was just wondering, um, what are your experiences been like through the pandemic? Dating wise? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so at first in the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I was really active, um, with dating, I was talking to a few guys. I was on some dating apps just because I was bored. But I was doing that like months prior because I was bored. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm bored. Let me hop on it. And then so the beginning of the pandemic, I was active in that. And then, I, and then around like May or June, it was just going nowhere. The guys weren't of the caliber that I, you know, wanted mm-hmm. to be with. It was just, or they were flaky. Or yeah. maybe I was being flaky. Like it was getting to the point where I was kind of starting to ghost people because I was just like I just don't want to do this and like um one guy I try to keep him out of my memory but uh, I'm not gonna say his name but yeah so (laughs) he uh it was just he was really he was one of those guys that we were just talking about who was always posting about how he's single he's looking for someone like I want this to I want I'm looking for my wife blah 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 and I was talking to him and it was just kind of like, he was trying to like control, control Mm -hmm. me and be like, this is what I want. So I want you to be that. And I was like, this is just not me. I can't, I'm not going to settle or just want to be with you because I'm lonely and I want to be with somebody. So I had to let him go. And then after that, that was when I was like, you know what? I'm going on a dating fast. So I went (laughs) on a dating fast for about, Ooh, it was a long time. At first, it, my intention was a month, but it mm-hmm. went from one month to about three or four months because I was like, I don't want contact with men. I don't want to like pers- or want someone to pursue me. I'll just let them know, hey, I'm just not dealing with it. And then after that, I've really been like chilling. Like I feel like God has put me in this place of like hiding mm-hmm. right now where I'm just really focusing on my health, my mental health, my physical health, focusing on like how I deal with emotions. Like I'm I'm going through therapy right now. So like mm-hmm. I'm kind of focusing on myself and then eventually when the time comes, I don't know if there's ever, it's going to be like a boom, today's the day, but when <laughs> that time comes, I think I will be ready. So it's, it's been like a, 
evolution. I understand. I can relate the evolution. That is yes. a perfect example because even before the pandemic, I had moved to another state and I was like, okay, maybe the dating scene here will be a little different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I let me look in the mirror at myself. Like, am I asking for too much? Am I mm. not asking for enough? And I, I don't think it's me, honestly. Like, I've talked to a therapist about this too, girl. And yeah. nothing's wrong with therapy. But one of the things that I think is different than any other generation is that we have more options. Mm-hmm. Whereas 30, 40, 50 years ago, a lot of people stayed in certain relationships or people romanticized all these people that stayed long in term relationships, mm-hmm. not knowing mm-hmm. that in the 60s, women couldn't even get a bank account without like their husband's See. approval. And I don't think people really look at the history of things. You know, I know you were a history yeah. major, but when we look back at history, like women's rights and things of that nature took place Mm -hmm. and it shifted our culture to where what someone tolerated in 1935 is not going in 2021. Like, excuse me, what? The culture changed, the culture shifted and everyone's definition of dating is different. Just because you're dating someone doesn't mean you are having sex with them. PSA, Mm -hmm. because people think that if (laughs) someone's dating multiple people, that that means they're promiscuous or they're out here in these streets and right. for the streets uh, no no that's right. not what's happening and i think we live in a like a microwave you know squirrel attention oh, yeah. generation where we can just swipe left swipe right mm-hmm. we can talk to someone in another country another state another time zone someone down the street and we have our options and yeah. um one thing about it, it shows like MTV's Catfish. So for those of you who've been living under a rock or may not be aware, <laughs> MTV, has, MTV had a show called, or still comes on sometimes, Catfish, where people start dating someone they met online, but they've never physically seen them before. And I'm like, how? With all these like apps like FaceTime or yep. Skype or Zoom, you haven't mm-hmm. seen the person you've been talking to for all these months. And usually it's someone pretending to be someone when they're not and we know that can happen offline but in this case with our digital world it's happening more frequently online where you meet somebody they said they were six feet tall you meet them and they looking like oompa loompa like sir (laughs) five two (laughs) no shade to the shorter people but Mm -mm. like if you're i need to see a full body picture a picture Mm -hmm. with you smiling a picture with you talking so i know what your voice sounds like what you actually look like because on these dating apps these guys guys i don't know Y'all help your friends out because y'all are taking the worst selfies and the worst pictures yes. in the world. Like and you pictures took, of other people. What? Right. Like women, you took a picture. You took a picture with uh, your best friend from high school, but I don't know which one is you and which one is him. And then, <laughs> and then I'm like, which one are you, sir? Because that's kind of odd if you're looking for dating women that you're putting pictures of you and other men in photos. What that means? Right. Or y'all into right. some stuff that I don't know about? Like. I'm right. just honest. Like, can the, we keep the, it 100? Because I'm looking at, I'm looking at pictures, <laughs> and um, no shade to people who are not straight. I'm just uh, looking at observations, but I'm <laughs> looking at the pictures going through, and I'm like, so this guy is in a picture, right? And mm-hmm. 
there was another girl in the photo. Like every picture on his profile was him and another chick. And I was like, if you're single, why are you on a dating app? You know, sometimes like my naivety or, you know, I'm just going through and I scroll down and they're talking about we're a couple and we're looking for a third. Yep. I said, oh, no, ma'am. Yeah. No, sir. Like, I don't get down like that. No shade right. to people that do. But I'm straight. I believe in monogamy. And I don't that ain't for me. Right. <laughs> OK. And um it's just a hot mess because I've seen people who are married on dating apps, girl. Like yeah. it is, it's getting to the point where it's like, well, how did you know they were married? Because we live in a small town. You put your zip code in to find the men that are in your area. The dating pool is kind of small and you can't help, but like, let me type their name in on social media and see if we have any mutual friends or, and I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> um. It's it's and, a lot of deception. Yeah. And don't see him in person either. <laughs> it's awkward. It's like, mm. But yes. it is. It is. And I, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you go. Yeah. Online dating is crazy because even um, we were talking about like physical catfish, but I think emotional or like texting somebody can be one way when they're mm-hmm. texting and it's like, oh, we have great conversation. And then when you meet them in person, they're like a completely different person. It's like, we have nothing in common. Like I can't, I'm not feeling the physical <laughs> connection, uh-huh. but I can, but we have good conversation on text messages, but it's like, I don't want to see you again. Cause it's like, see, I can't get with that. Okay. Like, okay. Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe it's a personality thing, but I can't get to know someone via text message because mm. I feel like, even with on the dating apps that there are, people want to pen pal and not that's <laughs> me. You texting me back and forth or on the app saying what you're doing. Um, I'm working. You know, I'm an adult. Like from nine to five every right. day, I'm doing something with my life. <laughs> right. So I don't have time to be on the phone texting you when you can just call me after my working hours or whatnot or. Mm-hmm talk to me in person I just feel like there's a better connection because I can't see your voice tone or your body language or if you send in the same text to three different people at the same time true (laughs) but that's just me I think texting is cool for certain things but I'm not having a full-blown conversation with you typing back and forth I'm just not (laughs) right I put you on that and then and then some of these guys can't spell. Now, I'm not no. asking you to be the spelling bee champion. I know everyone did not become an English or communications major like I was. But all I'm asking is you to say, I went to the store yesterday and please spell two T-O and not T-W-O <laughs> like the number. Because at this point, I want you to get some flashcards. And I am not your tutor, sir. Like, what is going on? <laughs> and I know it's not everyone, but with spell check and all these apps, right? I'm like, do you read what you, you know, type what you, you know, before you press send or embarrass yourself? <laughs> and speaking of embarrassing moments, you know, um, Drake has an album out it's called certified lover boy it yeah. has 21 songs on this one album and it was highly anticipated you know the marketing for it drake put a heart part in his haircut 
Mm-hmm. And I've seen a couple of guys on social media try to recreate that look, and it's not yeah. it's not giving what it's supposed to have gave. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's really looking like an arrow or a circle and not a heart. So I want them to get a better barber or just not do it at all. <laughs> right. Uh, did it be stand out? Don't try to fit it. Don't try to do please. At first, out. I was like, okay, Drake gonna have the guys going to the barber shop again, getting a fade, getting the Caesar, you know, line up. Yeah. Not. But it's not. It's not working. <laughs> it's not. And can we talk about this album cover? So it's twelve pregnant women. The little pregnant woman emoji on the iPhone is yes. what his album cover is. And I'm like, what? Are you? Are you trying to recruit baby mamas? Are like what are you mm-hmm. doing? I'm just I am a Drake fan, but this album was just a little mm, to me. And I've seen Drake in concert. You know, really? he gives you enough Instagram captions for days. There's a yeah. couple of songs that stand out like Fair Trade or Love mm-hmm. All featuring oh, yeah. Jay-Z, uh I'm, No I'm Friends like, in the Industry. Do you have any favorite songs from that album or just kind of like Okay. Well, we were having some technical difficulties, but anyhow, do you have any favorite songs off the Certified Lover Boy album or any commentary about that album? Yes. I love Fair Trade as well. I actually like In the Bible, even though I'm not the biggest Dirk fan, but I do mm-hmm. like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, I promise you, I listened to like the whole album through because like with me, when I listen to albums, I have to like sit back and I have to listen right. to the whole album. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember some of the other ones, but those are the ones that really stuck out to me. But I did like quite a few songs on that album. I liked it. I It gave me like the evolution of Drake. So I, I, I felt like there were some thank you laters on there. Like, and then I, I felt like there were some songs that were like, take care. And then mm-hmm. some views and then some um, nothing was the same. So I, I felt like he was trying to add all of those sounds into this album. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. I really did like it. I, 21 songs is too long. Yeah. But that, my attention span was like, okay, yeah. what? <laughs> I had to take a break. It was like, I had to, it took me two days to listen to it. Cause I was like, I can't do this all the way through. But I, I, I don't know. Do you think this could possibly be like his last album? That's the thing. I'm not sure because, you know, he sticks to the formula of talking about how he's in love with some stripper chick and she's mm. not wifey type, that, you know, sending it to toxic masculinity or whatever he wants to call it. Because <laughs> that's what he described it as on the Apple, you know, the Apple music yeah. description. He was like, this is toxic masculinity. So I was like, oh, you're noticing that you're toxic. <laughs> but I think that um, it is an ode to millennial men in dating. I think mm-hmm. it captures what it's like in this technologically crazy world, even if you're not a celebrity, there's certain things about Drake. He makes the songs relevant to what people are going through. For sure. For sure. And so, he's always yeah. done that. Yeah, that's that's always been Drake. It's like a certain caliber of men that really like Drake and I have to look at them sideways. Like, <laughs> why do you like Drake? Yeah. Um, it it's just like the the emoji thing, like text messages, like that is taking over our culture. And I think for him to put that as the album cover, I was like, okay, did he put the 12 pregnant women on there to represent like his album coming out on Labor Day? And they're like going mm. into labor. 
Mm-hmm. I was trying to be like super, mm. you know, artsy, art exhibit about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what it really means. Like, he's a lover boy. So are you wanting to have 12 kids with 12 different chicks? Like, what is going on? Right. And it's getting ridiculous out here between Nick Cannon versus Future and all these kids popping out with like he had like two sets of twins now or, you know, three kids born within months of each other. Like it's and we're not supposed to be like, um, sir, slow down or I don't want to date anybody who got that many children by different people. Like, is it asking for too much? <laughs> no, I, I, he, cause didn't he say he was like sick or whatever? So he's trying to spread his seed. But I'm like, you gotta, you have to have different women to spread your seed into. Like, I'm, I'm confused. And then people are like, well, he has the money to afford them, which is right true. Now. But can you, can you emotionally take care of those kids? Like, right. you, you know what they like, what size clothes they wear without an assistant telling you. Like, I don't, I don't think people are really you know considering that and even guys who aren't celebrities have multiple kids with multiple Mm -hmm. chicks we know life happens things occur but how how are you so focused on dating when you got multiple children with multiple people shouldn't that be your focus right Right. now and so it is mind-boggling when you do look on the dating apps or people who are honest and say yeah i have a kid and you're like so do they spend, do you have custody of them? Like, if you do, where do they sleep? Like, you know, like super mm-hmm. basic questions. I don't, I don't know if it's just not clicking into people's brains. It's not. And it, and it makes me question too, because there's some men out here who have kids and you wouldn't even know it. Like on social media, they don't even post their kids or anything. Right. And it's like, but you, but you're posting like thirst traps of yourself. Looking for it my is wife. quite interesting. That's questionable. And women do the same thing too. Like somebody Jordan, can look yeah. like somebody can look like parent of the year, or you know, the Sports Illustrated model. But they got a bunch of filters, mm-hmm. and you don't know just because someone's not posting it on social media doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. And with that being said, I was curious to know because I'm single right now, and I'm just like, so if I was in a serious relationship, would I want? my man to post me on his social media Mm. or not because it's a fine line to me between being private like everybody don't have to be your business versus Mm -hmm. being a secret like is there a reason why you're never being posted Mm. what do you think personally i Mm. because i'm trying to pull the isa on y'all so (laughs) yes i want to be private with my relationship i mean but then I don't think I'll be offended if a guy's like, hey, I don't want to post this. I'll probably like me either. But if you are a person that's like, hey, I do want to show my man. I want to show, you know, pictures mm-hmm. of you and, and you're not doing it for me. Then I feel like that's kind of a problem. Like, what are you hiding? Is there other people? Are, is there some people that you're following that you're trying not to show me off to? And then yeah. um, another thing is like the ones, if you're going to be private, I'm sorry, this, if you're going to be private, then be private. I don't like the ones where people be posting like their man's hand and stuff, <laughs> or they put an emoji over their face. Like, what are the other? You're either gonna it's giving proud family wizard like, Kelly. Don't, oh, I hate when people do that. 
it's giving proud family wizard Kelly where we would never <laughs> see his face. Right. And you're like, we know you're with somebody because you posted them bay this, bay that, or exactly. Or I don't see anything wrong. If you're married, yeah, that needs to be displayed on your social media. But if you are single as in not married and there's no ring on your finger, that yeah. is not your fiance, that is not your husband. I don't think you're obligated to post someone, but also they're not obligated to be a secret. Like, like I don't, it's a, it's a balance of it because like the producer and actress Issa Rae, no one really knew that she was dating somebody, yet alone got married. So I respect right. that because she's a public figure. But for people who are not public figures, um, you're just a regular everyday person. You're not being asked for autographs or six figure multi-million dollar deals. Why, why don't you post your significant other? And I'm not saying you have to do it every day, every hour, because that's mm-hmm. really annoying when people do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're going out to an event or something and it, it gives off the image that you want certain people to know that you're single and other people to know that you're not. Mm. Do you think that it's a way that people like give off that? Like, let's say I don't post my man on social media, mm-hmm. but I'm at an event, but I have pictures of myself. Is there is there a certain way to be like, okay, she's trying to make it seem like she's single, rather than no, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't see it like that. Thank you for clearing that up. Not no. like that, but if you aren't single, that's what I'm talking about. For people that aren't single, who are in a relationship or who are married and they mm. are in public acting single and on on social media acting mm. single okay it's a problem yeah. that's what i meant like you're yeah you don't have to post your significant other but maybe in those circumstances you should because people don't know how to approach you <laughs> <laughs> you had a part where the ladies at like and you're you your girls right like, next to you no. right or people people that aren't married or are single or or whatever status they have, one minute you look on their page, they got in a relationship. The next minute it says married. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Weren't yeah. you at that event with so-and-so? People people notice things. That's true. And people true. know people offline. So That's true. <laughs> but it, let's make things match. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> or even if you guys did get married, you put your relationship all out there and then you stop. People gonna start saying, "Oh, what's wrong with them? Oh, they, right. they get the divorce." I don't right. know. It's, so it's, it's like a, a fine line. Yeah, like I, I, I think that if you're married, you need to say you're married, and maybe one picture, and then keep it moving. <laughs> but if you're not, you can do whatever you want. That's just how I feel. But if you're married or you got a whole fiance and a wedding coming up, maybe you need to put that on your social media. Yeah, <laughs> or don't act single. Like, don't mm-hmm. you know? Just be cordial. People hitting your DMs, like, don't respond. Right. And this is something that another generation didn't have to deal with. Right. Like, people, like, the same things have been happening since the beginning of time, but social media has just exposed things more. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people could be dating the same person or someone 10 minutes away, and we would never know. But with social media, you're like, hmm, they said they were here. Mm-hmm. And then so-and-so said they were here. People put two and two together. Mm-hmm. And it's not being the de- inspector gadget detective. It's just common <laughs> sense. Like, <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been, this has been a great conversation. Um, 
what do you what are your hopes for dating for millennials or just people dating during the panorama <laughs> right um well my hopes are is that hopefully people hopefully people are using this time to be uh, to focus on themselves and to be mm-hmm. more vulnerable i think something about our generation we always put on a facade that everything is okay. Like we're just so perfect and we have this life. And I I really hope that people are being more open with themselves, being more truthful and reflective of themselves Mm -hmm. so that we can build healthy relationships because social media is, is, it can be a devil or it can be, it can work for you or it can't work. You know, and I Mm -hmm. think that sometimes we kind of put too much into social media and we're not building actual relationships with people it's like we want to be the aesthetic rather Mm -hmm. than being a relationship so I hope people are a man (laughs) I think also to to tag along with your saying I think people fall in love with the idea of something and Mm. not the reality of it so like yeah y'all are y'all are looking at the future of what somebody could be or what things could be and not the reality of they don't Mm want to be bothered or they're not in Mm -hmm. that space of life right now Mm -hmm. and having to accept that and I think that you know even if you take a fast or a break from social media certain issues would still be there Mm -hmm. and I know people who aren't even on social media and you only know what's going on in their life if you ask them or they tell you. So that's their business. That's their prerogative. But I also think that we should just look a little deeper sometimes and not yes. be so caught up on superficial things that at the end of the day don't really matter. Because if you're sick, is that person going to take you to the hospital? Mm-hmm. Is that person going to you know, help you when you need it the most and mm-hmm. not on some, I got a Birkin, like that really important Right. You know, so those are just my two cents. We are not relationship experts, nor <laughs> nor do we portray to be. But these are just our observations of dating in the wild. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So this has been great. Um, do you have any news or anything people should know about you that you would like to discuss on air? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know, like, well, my uh, friends that I have made a, um, we're starting our platform for YTJ Love Jesus. We're focusing on being millennial Christians, um, talking about our lives and our journey with Christ. And um, mm-hmm. if you guys could follow us on Instagram. Um, we post uh, scriptures and just things to help you guys and to encourage you guys day to day. Because it's- And what is the, what's the okay, handle? So what's the YTJ handle? YTJ Love okay. Jesus cool that's awesome I think people need to follow that ASAP (laughs) and that's all I have to say about that so thank you all so much for listening this has been a great discussion and an eye-opener to some people and a reality check for others so thanks so much Yasmin and I look forward to you all listening to this episode leave a review share like on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and follow me at as I amber it's been great Talk to y'all later. Bye.